This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Real Presence Live, it's Straight Talk from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Central. You're addressing critical Catholic issues in a fun way. Straight Talk is your opportunity to share questions and comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us with our local hosts and priests. My question is... I have some questions about the bishop. Very good questions. Thanks for the guidance. Straight Talk, 9.30 to 10 Central, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings on Real Presence Live. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Unipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877 Programming on Real Presence Radio was brought to you in part by Bishop Ryan Catholic School in Minot. Every parent wants the best for their children, and as Catholics, we understand that this means doing everything we can to help our children know, love, and serve God with their lives. Education should be about more than finding a career. It should help one find their vocation. While focusing on math, science, language arts, and social studies, a complete education needs to include the truths of the faith as well. Education should guide children down the right path, providing them the grace of the sacraments and surrounding them in a culture that values virtue. I'm Father Jaden Nelson, president of Bishop Ryan Catholic School, and we provide an education in which our children are taught to have inspired minds, faithful hearts, and lives of virtue. Like you, we want the best for your children. For more information about the beautiful things happening here at Bishop Ryan, visit bishopryan.com. Don't pass up your opportunity to be a part of the Bishop Ryan family. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, I'm Heather Caro. My name's Father Tim Smith. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and we've had a great start to our morning. The first hour has gone by quickly, and it was an exciting hour. Great opportunities to do some catechesis and yeah. answer some questions and just share life with each other. Well, and we have a great second hour coming up, but first we're going to break over to Gregory, and he is going to update us on the weather. I sure am, because today in Hillsborough, it's going to be mostly cloudy at the high near 11. Tonight, cloudy at the low around 1 below. In Rockville, North Dakota, cloudy and cold at the high near 4. Tonight, a low around 22. 
and in Faith, South Dakota, high near 1 below. Wind chill values between 19 below and 24 below. Tonight, low around 12 below. And if you're near or in Viola, Viola Minnesota, partly sunny the high near 21. Tonight, cloudy the temperature rising to around 24. And for Weta, South Dakota, mostly cloudy at the high near 46. Tonight, cloudy with low around 10. And that's a look at the regional weather. Thanks, Gregory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really sad that Viola is a warming up area for us. <laughs> well, that's great. I hear these towns. I think of all the guys I went to seminary with that were yeah. from all these little places around our, do- around our region. I so love it. It's a beautiful gift, I think, all those guys and their vocations today. I love it. Well, thank you for that, Gregory, that update on the balmy weather we're having. (laughs) (laughs) So our our next guest this morning is Dr. David Anders. I have to admit I'm a little excited about this. Uh, He hosts one of the popular shows that uh, you might be familiar with called Communion. He's on EWTN Daily. Um, He joins us on Real Presence Live just a few weeks ago, and we had a great discussion on what other religions seem to do better than Catholics. It was a great discussion, and we've asked him to come back this time. But thing, this time today, we're going to be talking about things that we do right as Catholics, which I think is a lot of things. Thank you, Dr. Anders, for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. I am very excited to have you on. <laughs> I'm happy so, to be here. Well, the discussion that we were talking about a little bit before a few weeks ago, if people wanted to go look it up, they sure can, Um, talking about things that other faiths do very well. So let's flip it and let's discuss some things that, as Catholics, we do right, like the truth of the Eucharist, the authority of the Church, sacred tradition. Can you speak a little bit on these truths on a general level? Sure. I appreciate the, the question quite a lot. You know, uh, I, I'm a convert to the Catholic faith, and at one time I I looked at the Catholic faith from the outside and only through the caricatures and the stereotypes mm. of uh, of my own Protestant tradition, which was very polemical and very anti-Catholic. And with any society, especially one as as old and variegated and diverse as the Catholic Church. You can always find something to criticize, and that was all I saw for so many years. Just the you know the warts and failings of individual Catholics, and you know I often say on the radio show when people uh, poke fun at the Middle Ages or some absurdity or some injustice, I say, well, you know, in a civilization where everyone is Catholic, by definition, all the criminals are Catholic. Mm-hmm. So you know you you can always find something that you want to that you want to criticize, but. When I stepped back and I began to contemplate the, uh, uh, you know, the kind of the inner essence of the Catholic faith, really goes back to the first chapter of the Gospel of John, where the Apostle tells us that the Word, who was the eternal reason that gives light to every man, took on the nature of a human person, assumed a human nature, second person of the Trinity, become man, was incarnate for our salvation, and now that light of God, which was only... Uh, in shadow and intimation available to the pagan mind had been made manifest in Christ. And uh, at the heart of the Catholic faith is a real affirmation of the dignity of the human intellect. You know, the Mass reading for this morning, uh, both the Old and Old Testament and the Gospel, have to do with this dignity of the created world, that God creates a garden, places man in it, and says, eat anything you want! Eat anything you want, but not 
but don't touch evil. Mm-hmm. The dignity of the human choice, the reality of freedom as, uh, as something that makes us God-like, but use it well, use it well. And Christ turns around and says in the Gospel reading today, it's not what goes into the mouth that makes a man evil, it's what comes out from the heart. The whole world that God made is good, and he's made us adequate to it through our reason, through our affections, through our freedom. And I found in Catholicism a real affirmation of the dignity of the human person, and I began to see how that uh, was unique in all the religions of the world. You will find another religion of the world that sanctifies and dignifies uh, humanity in quite that way, and the the seed that it was throughout human culture. Uh, we take for granted today that there are such things as human rights, that we should seek to educate uh, not just the elite or not just men, but men and women, the poor, the indigent, the immigrant, um, institutions of benevolence like hospitals and schools that have spread throughout the world and done so much good. All of this is the fruit of the Catholic faith, of the dignity of the human person created in the likeness and the image of God. And, uh, I mean, I can go on all day, right? But, I mean, these are the <laughs> kinds of things that that awoken my moral imagination. I began to see that embedded in this society that, yes, had sinners, had failings, had inefficiencies, was this tremendous truth that uh, that one could literally give one's whole life to. Mm-hmm. Dr. Andrews, you gave a beautiful meditation there on the mystery of the Incarnation. Mm-hmm. And uh, in our Catholic faith, the source and summit of the Christian life is the sacrament of the Eucharist, where we receive the very body and blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus in the sacrament of the Eucharist. Uh, can you say, for example, how the Eucharist sets us apart as Catholics and strengthens us in the life of faith? Thank you. Um, if I can uh, do a little uh, magisterial textual nerddom with you for a moment. <laughs> there are actually two places in the magisterial textual tradition where that phrase, source and summit, is used. Two primary places. One of them, of course, is in the Catechism, where the Eucharist is referred to as the source and summit of our faith, but the other one is in the documents of the Second Vatican Council, I believe it's Sacrosanctum Concilium, that says the source and summit of our faith is actually the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And you say, well, isn't that the same thing? Well, actually, no. Actually, no. The Catechism of the Council of Trent, the Roman Catechism, says the Eucharist is two things. It's a sacrament, but it's also a sacrifice, and they're distinct. They're not, it's the same thing, but considered under two different aspects. Mm-hmm. And the, the heart of our faith is to take up our cross and follow Christ, imitation of Him. And in that way, we're saved. And, and we do this preeminently by offering the sacrifice of our very lives. St. Paul says, of course, in the book of Romans, offer your bodies as living sacrifices. This is your spiritual act of worship. Jesus said, the Father seeks true worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, how do we do that? Where do we go to learn how to do that? How can we be empowered to do that? Pope Pius XII said in his encyclical Mediatra Dei that the holy sacrifice of the Mass is the most efficacious means of attaining sanctity, because it's there that we represent the sacrifice of Christ and learn to be imitators of that, enacting that sacrifice over and over again and in our own lives. And uh, and then, in the Sacrament of Holy Communion, this is the communion of our abiding in Jesus. Christ said, if 
if you abide in me, my words abide in you, you'll bear much fruit. How do we do that? He said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me. So we bring these two great mysteries together, the mystery of Christ's sacrifice and our imitation of that sacrifice, and then our abiding in Christ and feeding upon his flesh and blood as the medicine of immortality to empower us to live these tremendous lives of, uh, of self-donation. That's, that's really the heart of Christian discipleship, to be able to say with the Blessed Virgin Mary, be it done according to, my, to thy word. No matter what it might cost me, whatever you may call me to, yes, God, I know your providence, I know your love is in control, and whatever you will is good, and I surrender to it. Well, and when you were making that transition into Catholicism, was the Eucharist a hard thing for you to wrap your brain around, or what was that transition like for you? Well, um, for anyone who says the Eucharist is not hard to wrap their brain about, around has not actually <laughs> contemplated the mystery. Um, right. And, you know, theology, uh, I once heard Father Thomas Joseph White say that theology is trying to, trying to make mysteries more intelligible. Uh, we'll never penetrate mysteries, but what we can do is we can draw distinctions. We can say it's not this and it's not that, and you understand it in this way and not in that way. And uh, so I wasn't uncomfortable with the idea of mystery, because I already, as a Protestant, I already believed in mysteries like the dogma of the Trinity, um, dogma of the Incarnation, and, and so, you know, I was just I was just chalking up extra mysteries. Um, but I didn't find it impossible in principle to affirm a mystery. I think, however, it was it was helpful to draw some of those distinctions and understand what Catholics are saying and what they're not saying when they talk about the Holy Eucharist. Um, on my own radio show this week, a man asked me, well, isn't, isn't the Eucharist just cannibalism? Well, that's a, mm. that's a common complaint. And I said, well, no, actually not. Not if you understand what Catholics mean by the doctrine of the real presence. For example, um, if uh, if I if I'm engaging in cannibalism, I'm actually slicing up somebody's body and blood. I'm, I'm I'm separating it quantitatively, part from part, so that I can digest it and make it uh, partake my take it up into my own physiology and and, uh, and uh, metabolize it, so to speak. Well, that's disgusting and horrid. Well, no Catholic believes that that's what happens when you commune. First of all, Christ's presence in the Eucharist, though substantial, is not quantitative in such a fashion that if I were to slice a host in half, I don't suddenly have Jesus' arms and legs over here and his, you know, and his uh, mm. torso and head over there. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. I have all of Christ in all of the elements, body, blood, soul, and divinity. So he's not masticated, destroyed, or immolated by the act of Holy Communion. Well, can I understand that? Certainly not. But once I've defined it, I recognize, well, clearly this is something different from the normal mode of eating. And then at the same time, when the Church teaches that as soon as the accidents of bread and wine uh, disappear, so does the real presence. So there's no way that Jesus' uh, you know, uh, heart muscle or whatever is being metabolized into my, uh, mm. into my own muscular tissue. So it's just a completely different category. Real true, substantial, but in a way that escapes my, uh, escapes my intelligence. And so it's, uh, you know, these kinds of distinctions can be helpful in refuting facile objections to Eucharistic doctrine. 
Well, thank you for that, Father, or Father, Dr. David Anders. <laughs> um, we're almost out of time this morning. I, I think we could have this conversation for a very long time. But um, this is our last interview that we're going to get to have with you um, before your upcoming Duluth banquet. You're going to be joining us in Duluth. Um, if listeners are planning to attend, um, what kind of things can they expect from you? Um, well, I, I love partnering with Real Presence Radio. I think it's an outstanding Catholic radio network, and it's committed to spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ in the Catholic Church throughout the world. So that's what we're going to be celebrating and talking about, really, is the power of the gospel to change lives, uh, the gospel as we find it in its fullness in the Catholic faith. Why be Catholic? What difference does it make? And why well, proclaim it over the airwaves? Uh, we'll learn some of the stories about people whose lives have been transformed and just why the gospel that we hear on Catholic Radio is so powerful. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us, Dr. David Anders, this morning. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. And if you wanted to tune into that Duluth banquet, it's on March 14th. Go to yourcatholicradiostation.com to find out more information. We'll be back with our 10-minute tour in just a minute. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Unipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. This program on Real Presence Radio is brought to you in part by Shanley High School in Fargo. Shanley High School has as its mission to teach the total person to foster the following of Christ as taught by the Catholic Church 
We provide an environment where students can be, as St. John Paul II used to say, all that God created them to be to develop their gifts and talents. We have excellent educational programs where faith is integrated, including 80 course offerings. We offer advanced placement classes and dual credit programs, and our standardized test scores are consistently above the local, state, and national averages. We have specialists in vocal music, band, art, technology, and counseling. We have highly acclaimed speech and debate and athletic programs. Above all, we are determined to hand on the faith to our students so that they can be great citizens in this world and citizens of heaven in the next. For more information, visit jp2schools.org. Shanley High School, a community inspiring excellence through faith, learning, and service. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning, I'm Heather Caro. I'm Father Tim Smith. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. It's been a fantastic morning this morning. And we're going to head off into our 10-minute tour. Um, It's a fast-paced moving, um, but we want to get our local events out there. And that's what I love about being able to broadcast over this wide area. So we're going to start off this morning with Susan from... Oh, there we go. (laughs) <laughs> We're off. Susan, good morning from Rapid City. Tell us about your event. Good morning, Heather. I want to invite anyone listening in Rapid City area to an orientation at Blessed Sacrament Parish to learn about Lightway One King. This is an invitation to a transformation. Lightway One King is a 12-week Catholic faith-based weight loss Bible study DVD program that seeks to help people lose weight and achieve peace with food through freedom found in Christ. The program is recommended by doctors and parish nurses for weight loss and health. Research shows that weight loss is one of the most important things you can do to protect and reclaim your health. But I invited you to a transformation because Lightweight One King is not just another diet. It's an opportunity to be transformed in Christ. Are you tired of feeling stuffed and uncomfortable? Tired of feeling powerless around food? Suzanne Fowler, the author of Lightway, was led by the Holy Spirit to write the program incorporating techniques that saints have used to strengthen themselves against temptation. John 8.12 says, Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus is our light. He shines into every part of our life. He even cares about our eating. He doesn't want us to be trapped by anything. He wants us to be free. He has what it takes to overcome any temptation. And Lightway offers you the tools help you connect with Christ and let him transform your eating habits. So I invite you to learn more at the orientation to be held at Blessed Sacrament on February 21st at 7 p.m. in room 29. All right. Well, thank you, Susan, for that. And if you have (laughs) questions for Susan, her number is 605-431-4890. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you, Heather. All right. Have a good day. All right, we're moving right along. We're going to head over and we're going to talk about a blood drive. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, tell us all about the blood drive. 
Well, the blood drive is uh, it's going to take place at uh, St. Dan and Joachim Church uh, in Fargo, North Dakota, South Fargo. And uh, it'll be running from about 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. this Sunday, February 17th. And uh, we're basically looking to pull in around 60 people to donate blood and certain other uh, blood products to just help people, you know, to help people in need of blood, you know, we're going through surgery or, you know, had an injury or things of that nature. And who, who are we speaking with this morning? Hey, my name is uh, Grant Dahl. I'm a member of the Knights of Columbus in, uh, at St. Anne and Joachim Church in Fargo. Okay, so you guys are having, the Knights of Columbus are sponsoring this? Yes, the Knights of Columbus is sponsoring this. Okay, and can you repeat the date and how people can find out more information on that? Yeah, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's going to take place on Sunday, February 17th uh, from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, if you want to learn more information, uh, you can go to the uh, Knights of Columbus uh, Council page for St. Dan and Joachim Church at uh, www.kc11930.org. Again, www.kc11930.org. Or you can go to uh, vitalent.org, and uh, they should have information on how to get you signed up for uh, to donate blood at our blood drive. Okay. And what city are you located in? We are in Fargo, North Dakota, South Fargo, Fargo. Uh, to be exact. Okay. All right. Just to make sure that we got that clear. And it's Vialant, V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot org, right? Yes. It's Vitalant.org. All right. Very good. Well, good luck on your event. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Moving right along, we're going to head over to Joey. Joey, good morning. Morning. Thank you for joining us. Tell us all about your event. Well, uh, St. John of Palmestine in uh, Pisa, North Dakota, is having our pork and dumpling dinner. We used to do this many years ago very often and uh, kind of fell away from that a few years ago and uh, started, started bringing back our annual event. It's uh, Sunday, February 17th at uh, from 11 to 2, and uh, we're going to have Pork and dumplings, uh, all homemade, sauerkraut, cranberries, and kolache. So, uh, hope everyone can make it out. It's going to be a wonderful meal and uh, a lot of good people and good fellowship. And what is the cost for the meal? It's a free will offering, so uh, you can get a really good deal on a great meal here. Yeah, if you've got deep, generous pockets, we hope you can help us out. Our church is experiencing a lot of a lot of uh, hard times lately. We had to build a new parish house, and then we uh, our furnace went out on us, so we had to put a new uh, heating system in, and we've just been piling up the debt. So uh, yeah. it's uh, that's why we're doing this uh, these meals and, and try and try and get some of that taken care of. Right. And tell us again what parish you're from. St. John of Pulmacine in Pisic, North Dakota. Okay. So if people want to come out and support the parish. It's Sunday, February 17th from 11 to 2. And give us the menu real quick once more. Yeah, roast pork, dumplings, sauerkraut, cranberries, and kolache. Mm, and these are all good. homemade. And where can people find out more information on this event? Well, our, our uh, website is the uh, org. Okay, well, very good. And hope everybody goes out and supports St. John's on February 17th from 11 to 2. Thank you for joining us, Joey. Thank you. Bye.
All right, moving right along, we're going to swing on over to Rochester, Minnesota. Kat, are you on with us? I am. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us, and tell us all about the event you. you have going on. So I am leading a presentation and discussion on the book by Father Martin Von Kochem called The Four Last Things. And it's literally about the four last things at the end of all of our life. The reality of death, judgment, heaven, and hell. And so this is going to be... um, So it's an opportunity to get a taste of what these four last things are like. And going into the Lenten season, this is a good opportunity to start your meditation early. That's wonderful. Where's the event going to be held at, Kat? So this is going to be at St. James Coffee Shop in Rochester, Minnesota. It's a four-part series. So Fridays at 5.30. And we've actually done the first two presentations already. Um, Death and Judgment. We have Hell coming up this week on Friday, and we're finishing Mm. with Heaven. But these don't stack, so people are allowed to come to any of them, and if they miss the first two, that doesn't matter. They're definitely standalone topics. Do they need to have read the book by the time they get there? They don't. I take care of all the hard work, because (laughs) like the Christ, the saints, Catholic tradition have given us a lot of this information, and, and we deserve to know it. Yes. Contact information for you if people want more information on this. It's on the St. James Coffee House newsletter and the Facebook site. So people are invited to check it out there. All right. Very good. Well, it sounds like a really interesting uh, segments. And St. James Coffee, yeah, the best best Catholic coffee in <laughs> Rochester. So. Absolutely it is. is. Everyone is, is invited to come out. And it's not just for Catholics. It's for everybody because these topics are relevant. To every Wonderful. soul out there. Well, thank you so much, Kat, for sharing your event with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, well, that was a quick 10-minute tour, Father. <laughs> Lots of great things happening in our listening area. I love it. Well, we feature this every Real Presence Live on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. If you'd like to have your event featured, please give Brandon a call at 877-7950122, and we'd be more than happy to feature it here on Real Presence Live. So we're going to take another quick break, and up next we'll be sharing with you how one group has decided to celebrate Mardi Gras, then pedals, pipes, and pizza. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local, that's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. People think A&B is in the copier business but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. 
programming on the RPR Network is brought to you in part by Trinity High School in Dickinson. Here at Trinity Junior High and High School, we think in terms of greatness. That's what a Titan lives for, to be great. We hold as a mission to educate the whole student, mind, body, and soul. We engage our minds in a rigorous curriculum placed upon Catholic identity. We run with our bodies in order to bring God glory. Our athletics and fine arts, all student clubs and organizations, move our bodies to glorify God. He gave them to us as gifts, and our prayer is to offer them back through the many activities Trinity offers her students. Our souls are educated to know and love God. The education takes place in numerous ways, but most importantly in our school chapel, designed to lead the heart closer to God and worship through the Holy Mass and the Sacrament of Life. Here at Trinity, we live to pursue greatness in all ways, using our minds, bodies, and souls. We cheer on the Titans, knowing this is our reason for living, to live in heaven forever. Trinity High School, part of the Dickinson Catholic Schools, educating the whole student, mind, body, and soul. Good morning. I'm Heather Carroll. My name's Father Tim Smith. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's a fine day down here in South Dakota. It's it's cold out still. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Ice and chill. Bless the Lord. And we're grateful as we're preparing ourselves for the season of Lent. We Amen. talked about that earlier this morning with Dr. Bergwald and uh, just yeah. praying right now. What are the things in the next few weeks we can start getting ready for to grow in that relationship with Jesus? And of course, it wouldn't be Lent without a good Mardi Gras party right beforehand. Amen. So <laughs> I've, we already have the office uh, sign-up sheet for good treats on Fat Tuesday. So uh, that's part of the something, the planning that we can plan for too. Oh, I so. love it. What, so I'll, I'll stop by and see what you guys have going on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Have some Mardi Gras treats. Well, we have Rachel Kramer. Good morning, Rachel. Thank you for joining us in studio. Good morning. It's great to be here. And you are the director of choirs at O'Gorman High School, and you have a fun event. Um, but before we get into the actual event, I wanted to talk about Catholic Schools Week was just a couple of weeks ago. Yes, it was. And here in the Sioux Falls Diocese, we have an all-schools mass. And so every school within Sioux Falls, and then I think Vermilion came. Did yes. Brandon come? The, uh, the St. Agnes came. St. Agnes. I don't know about Brandon. But. Yeah, so it's a huge event, and there's tons of kids that come. And I couldn't help but watch Rachel you were the choir director for the entire arena. What was Essentially, that like? Uh, we begin when the students all gather in. Uh, they sit there and they're having fun. They're talking with their classmates. And then to just really bring the joy together of celebrating with all the schools, uh, we put together some prelude music and all the elementary schools learn it. And then we, uh, I cue them all in and I give them a little instruction before we begin. And we included St. Agnes and... Uh -huh. um, I gave them the music, and it's really fun. We do one song that has a roll call, and every school yes. gets to sing their part. Uh, and then we end with the junior high and high school, working our way up. Uh, it's a great way for them to feel acknowledged and that they belong as part of our larger community. It was my favorite part yeah. of the Mass. It was just absolutely phenomenal. And it's amazing. Mrs. Kramer, 
you are one of the great assets to Catholic education here. <laughs> and Mrs. Kramer is a woman of deep faith. Her, her husband and her children, her family, she loves her Catholic faith. And even this last Sunday, we had confirmation. Some of your students from the high school, yes, they were being there. confirmed. Uh-huh. And she was the cantor for their confirmation mass. With you the were? Yeah. And I mean, it has to be amazing that, I mean, they see you, their teacher, who loves Christ, and you're singing the Word of God, and they're receiving this beautiful sacrament. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are being fulfilled in them. Yes. And you see these students every day at school. I mean, that has to be just the light of your life. Right. I love being there in in their school setting, but being able to support them outside. Uh, a lot of the students didn't even realize I was singing. And well, then at the end, they came up, that was you, Mrs. Kramer. Yeah, so, I was there because too. my daughter got confirmed <laughs> with Christ the King Parish this last weekend. Yeah. And I remember sitting there, because th- you're up in the choir loft, so we can't see right. you. And I was just sitting there thinking, oh, beautiful voice. Well, thank you. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's a gift of our Catholic education. Yeah. We have teachers who are on fire with their love for the Lord that it, you know, our mass and our, our yeah. education and just living right. the faith all comes together. So. Yeah. And, well. and, you know, it's back and forth because when I came into teaching at Sioux Falls Catholic Schools, it helped me so much more than even the students. Um, so helping me being reminded every day of my faith in my job, everything around me uh, helps me grow. And I hope that being able to invest in myself feeds back to the students. I love it. So, yeah. Well, we're we're getting down a rabbit hole, but I love it anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I know. So, O'Gorman offers a large variety of activities for singing, and I'm a little surprised, you know, at how many different things. When I was in high school, you know, just a couple years ago, <laughs> there weren't this many activities as far as singing. What kind of things go on right. now in we high school? S- we have so many opportunities. Um, just this week, I'm going back today. We have callbacks for our musical Newsies this spring. So check uh-huh. that out. April 30th is our opening date. Um, great musical. We do that every year. Um, as far as curricular choirs, we have our freshman girls choir, mixed um, middle grades ensemble, and the audition concert choir. And then from that, we also pull two audition groups, our show choir, which has, oh my goodness, like 40 to 60 kids by the time we have singers, tech, band, everyone gets involved, uh, to our chamber singers, which is a small audition group of 16. They go out and perform in the community, do some really fun and challenging music. Uh, and they just have so much joy for what they do. So there's a place for everyone to really get involved and let their light shine. It's a big variety. Yeah. Absolutely. So can you talk about, you know, we were talking about how you have shared your voice with us, um, you know, in the students outside of the school. What does that do for your soul? Uh, To share with them, it just, first of all, it helps me stay on top of my own skills, because I'm always demonstrating, you know, using my gifts, uh, but to share with them and to be that example, like you're saying, uh, I feel like I'm really giving back and, uh, and how meaningful that is to help them push themselves to get involved. Um, and also at school, we have our weekly mass. Uh, I happen to be missing ours right now. <laughs> but uh, so those students volunteer each week to sing and we help encourage them to practice using those skills and sharing their gifts that they have. Yeah. Wonderful. So for those who are listening in other states and and other dioceses, if they enjoy singing, what encouragement would you uh, give to them to keep doing so, um, whether it be in the choir or cantering? 
Well, first off, I think just wholehearted participation in Mass is something that we just want to keep encouraging. You don't have to be in the choir loft to be an important part of the liturgy. We're all called to be in community and participate. And I've heard fabulous singers from the pews, too. So Mm -hmm. um, you can lift up your voice that way. If you want to be really dedicated and... um, and get more involved, yeah, see what your opportunities are at the church, if they have a community choir, um, or if you feel so called and and you have the abilities, uh, cantors are always in high demand, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, and I think even the voices that aren't so great, um, you know, I would encourage them to sing anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Sing anyway. (laughs) And there's always opportunities to grow and continue to learn. And, of course, you're planting those seeds in the next generation of of singers for the church that you're sharing with and and your students. Yes, and we always tell our students, you can be involved in athletics. All that stuff is great, but uh, your voice is a gift that you can use your whole life. And uh, it's great to to hone in on those skills now so that you can keep using them and feel confident about it. Or like you said, continue to learn and keep growing. Well, we're running out of time already with (laughs) Mrs. Kramer this morning. You have a a great event coming up. Uh, Tell us all about what's coming up. Well, Capers this year, um, it's our concert choir variety show and dinner that helps fundraise for our biannual trip. Um, This year, this event is every year. So those, um, those sponsorships, the, everything we get from ticket sales, all that money goes towards helping cut down the cost for their trips. Um, this year we're going to New York City. Wow. They're so excited. We're going to see two Broadway shows. We're going to do a Broadway workshop. I just got approval. We get to sing a concert after a daily mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Praise the Lord. Uh, oh it's going to be great. So we want all the support we can get. Our sponsorships help cut down the cost and um, the tickets help. So uh, this event is on Tuesday, March 5th. And after we set the date, we realized that was Mardi Gras and it offered us a perfect theme. So we have lots of fun decor. Uh, Everything is at O'Gorman, the theater, in the foyer, we have the supper and live music. Come check that out. Doors open at 5.30. The show starts at 6 and the, and dinner starts at 6 as well. And then we all move into the theater at 7 o'clock for the sh- for the main show. And so, where can they find more information? On uh, follow us on Facebook, O'Gorman Choirs. We have Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we have posters on our Sioux Falls Catholic School website, too. You can check it out. Uh, tickets are $25 for the show and food, $10 for show only. Uh, we have a great lineup of buffet options. Uh, you can mingle, listen to music here, check it out. Support our choirs, March 5th. All right. Thank you, Rachel, for joining us. Uh, Another quick break, the last one of the morning. We're going to dive into pedals, pipes, and pizza right on the other side. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This program on the RPR Network is brought to you in part by St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck. Did you know that St. Mary's Central High School has been educating students for over 140 years? I did. And did you know that this year is historic too? Why is that? It's our final year as a high school at our current historic location, which has served us well for over 60 years. Good point, Gabby. I think that's a great way to encapsulate St. Mary's Central High School, rooted in tradition, moving courageously into the future. That's right, Father Bauck. 
Although I'll be graduating this year, I know the new high school in North Bismarck carries with it all the traditions of our Catholic faith, our academic excellence, and the great success we've had in fine arts and athletics. And I'm proud of being part of that tradition. We know that wherever the Catholic Church goes to spread the gospel, she seeks to educate and form the people in every place around the world. We continue the Church's mission to form and educate the leaders of our society. For more information, visit smchs.org. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com slash register trip number 166594 the wanzik family foundation has proudly supported the mission of real presence radio since 2004 with their help we've been able to continue spreading jesus christ's message of hope throughout north dakota minnesota south dakota wisconsin and wyoming the wanzik family foundation is dedicated to supporting catholic initiatives and programs like our weekly local show real presence live heard on tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays with the encores on saturdays Thank you to the Wanzig Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. My name's Father Tim Smith. Thank you for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. We're heading into our last interview this morning. It's been a great morning. If you wanted to check out some of the interviews we've had previous, uh, go to yourcatholicradiostation.com later on today, and you can uh, listen to us over and over and over. Right on the treadmill, and you get fired up and just hit the (laughs) elliptical and go from there. There you go. There you go. Well, our last interview this morning uh, is with Dr. Tom Andrews. He's the music director for the Cathedral of the Holy Trinity in New Ulm. Good morning, Dr. Tom Andrews. How are you? Good morning. It's it's uh, I'm feeling great. Always nervous to do radio interviews, but you know I'm I'm just excited to talk to you all today. (laughs) (laughs) All morning we've been hinting at pedals, pipes, and pizza, and I'm sure the listeners are like, what in the world are they talking about? Uh, So can you tell us what we're talking about? Yeah, um, so pedals, pipes, and pizza is a fun opportunity to introduce young musicians to the pipe organ. Um, They they get to learn about all the pipes that the organ has and all the sounds that it can make, and that and if they're tall enough, they can even try and play the pedals. So um, everyone will have um, a chance to play what Mozart once famous, famously called the king of instruments. And most importantly, there will be pizza after a fun morning <laughs> learning about the pipe organ. Well, how fun. Well, and for those of us who don't know much about the pipe organ, um, if you've never watch somebody play a pipe organ 
that's definitely something that you need to YouTube right now um, because <laughs> the pedals are what blow me away watching somebody play the pipe organ. But can someone who knows how to play piano just walk up and play the organ? Absolutely. Uh, you know, my, my first uh, time playing the, the organ was at a Pedals, Pipes, and Pizza uh, probably mm, 15 years ago when I was growing up, and after that, I was hooked. Uh, what was useful for me when I made the switch from piano to organ was that you know both, both the piano and organ are keyboard instruments, and, and they have similar layouts of black and white keys. And even those you know very scary pedals um, <laughs> are, are, are arranged the same way. So knowing piano was a great head start for me in learning a brand new instrument. Wow. Well, and I would think that um, this is a great opportunity to bring people in. How many people in your parish alone play the organ? Well, um, currently I have uh, five organ students, and four of them are nuns from the convent next door. So so in their free That's time, awesome. they, 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 they come on over and uh, practice and play. So, um, but, but the cathedral is also blessed with two other priests that can play organ, and uh, one of them studied organ extensively while he was in the seminary, and he he and I gave a joint recital back in August to commemorate the first anniversary of our new uh, pipe organ being installed. Wow, because I think our parish only has one person that can play the organ, and, and what a beautiful instrument, and to lose... People that are able to play that would be terrible. And I know in yeah. the surrounding area, many of our parishes in our listening area, that they are in need of a next generation of organists. And there are some up-and-comers in, in some mm-hmm. of our cities, but what a great opportunity, Dr. Andrews, to kind of introduce the next generation to this beautiful instrument and that's so part of sacred music in the church. Um, can you tell us, how did you become, you mentioned 15 years ago is when your first uh, experience with the organ. How has that grown throughout these last years, and, and how do you experience beauty uh, in the instrument? Um, so, yeah, my uh, I, I started out with the Pedals, Pipes, and Pizza back at my, my hometown parish in Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, and, you know, I... I I I made the switch in college because uh, I w- I started in a piano and I was one of like 30 piano majors and and I just wasn't getting the attention that I wanted you know I I felt like I I I had good skills and I just wasn't getting a lot of attention from my teachers because they just didn't have time for, for 30 students and then um the local uh, college organ pr- professor was looking for for new students and um I was part of a studio of Three and so I got um, you know all the, all the attention and growth and practice time that I needed and 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 that just you know uh, grew into you know getting a master's degree um, in, in in sacred music from the University of Notre Dame and then uh, finishing up with a, a, a doctorate degree from the University of Kansas back in May um, with the with, with a Organ music, though, what what I what I like about the uh, pipe organ, the beauty about the pipe organ is is the variety of music that it can play. While while it is currently being you know limited to either church music and hymn playing, or um, it it's it, it stereotyped as you know only playing "Here Comes the Bride" or oh, evoking oh, okay. go- ghosts and goblins with Bach's <laughs> Toccata and Fugue or the Phantom of the Opera. The, mm-hmm. the organ can play. A lot of other things. It can play simple two-part duets, 
and uh, grand full-voiced finales. I think uh, mm-hmm. next to Box, Takata and Fugue, and Here Comes the Bride, uh, Vidor's finale to his first organ symphony, the so-called Vidor Takata, is the most recognizable organ work, and you often hear it um, as a postlude on Easter Sunday, where where there are organs, mm-hmm. um, the the organ is also heard at sporting events. You know, getting folks to clap and cheer. So you know, it's 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 around in pop, popular life. Um, the organ can be a symphony as well, making all kinds of sounds from strings, flutes, trumpets, clarinets, and a full mixture chorus. Uh, the pipe organ is also famous with its usage in silent movies that included xylophones, mm-hmm. cymbals, and drums, and those really crazy tr- tremolos it 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 can uh, accomplish. Um, from Gregorian chant, hymns, counterpoint, symphonies, jazz, and impressionism, the organ can play it all. Um, and, and specifically in the Catholic Church, the, the pipe organ is very important, such as in uh, the Second Vatican Council's Musicum Sacrum, which says, uh, quote, the pipe organ is to be held in high esteem in the Latin Church, since it is its traditional instrument, the sound of which can add a wonderful splendor to the Church's ceremonies and powerfully lift up men's minds to God and higher things. Wonderful. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live, and we're talking with Dr. Andrews, the music director for the Cathedral of the Holy Trinity in New Ulm. So you have a great event coming up so people can come out and try out the organ. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, so, so Petals, Pipes, and Pizza is um, is an event to, to, to get uh, young, young musicians in, in, introduced to the organ and maybe spur a newfound appreciation and passion for the organ and not make it seem like a big scary thing that mm-hmm. no one plays and can't get, get up into the choir loft for. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a kid sneaking up there. <laughs> That's right. I, I have done that many a time, yes. I have too. <laughs> Don't tell the cathedral of Rapid City. <laughs> yeah. What age- <laughs> <laughs> what age group is this event for? Um, it's for uh, kids age ten to sixteen. Um, but you know, uh, we still have plenty of slots open. So, so if there are um, some people, you know, a bit younger, a bit older, you know, we can we, we can work them in if they really want to. Okay. And what what's the date for this event? Um, it's this Saturday, so that's the sixteenth. And it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning, and it will wrap up around 1 p.m. Okay. All right. So then if somebody wants to learn more about playing the organ, but they're a tool for this group, you still will let them come along? Right. But but, <laughs> okay, but, but, but if they want to, to uh, uh, find a, other avenues uh, that there are organ teachers all over the the area you know not just here but in the twin cities and mankato and i would urge them to uh either reach out to me with with my email uh cathedral music at holycrossafc.org but also to to reach out to the um the sioux trails chapter of the american guild of organists and their website is agosuetrails.org okay and what is the cost for the event uh, the cost is ten dollars, and that covers you know, pizza um, and, and and helping fund the cathedral music program. Very good. Any last thoughts before we let you go? Uh, no, uh, I, I, I'm just looking forward to um, playing uh, Rex 
the king of instruments, uh, which is a fun <laughs> little setting by Mr. Daniel Burton, and it sh- showcases all the uh, bells and whistles that, that that the pipe organ can do. Okay, well, and and maybe something for a, a youngster to try out for the first time. It sounds like a fun definitely, event. definitely. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Andrews, for joining us this morning. And um, date and location, one more time. Uh, Saturday, February 16th at 10 o'clock at the Cathedral of the Holy Trinity in New Ulm, Minnesota. Very good. Well, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right. Well, very exciting and music. So much to, to continue this this legacy of the organ in our Catholic worship, and of course, you know, introducing the next generation to this. Yeah, I love it. Wonderful instrument, and of course, uh, there's uh, even if you're not able to attend this event, if you're way in western part of North Dakota, but you're interested, you've been provoked by this conversation yeah. and by Dr. Andrew's beautiful demonstration of the history of the organ. Perhaps just reach out to your own parish organist and say, hey. Maybe you could give me some direction. Mm-hmm. Maybe my child is interested in starting and you know, getting familiar with this wonderful instrument. And, yeah, I and would hate for that to die out. Well, you know, in some places they're in need of, of organist in, mm-hmm. in rural parishes. And so we want to do what we can to encourage our young people. And it's a discipline. It, it in, involves mm-hmm. teaching and, and following. And so great people like Dr. Andrews, as well as other organists in their parishes around our listening area, are happy to share their wealth of knowledge to yeah. pass on the on this tradition. Well, it's been a fun it's been a fun day, but we have another Real Presence Live tomorrow. Gregory, can you tell us what's going to be happening tomorrow? Sure. Our host for tomorrow's show will be Tim Mosier. If you've been married 50 years, you probably have a thing or two to share with newly married couples or those preparing for marriage. We'll celebrate the beauty of the sacrament as we visit with Joe Noel about the joys of his marriage. And as we continue through the 2019 legislative session, We'll get an update from Chris Dodson of the North Dakota Catholic Conference on what has happened so far. And during Catholic Schools Week, we highlighted the great work of our diocesan Catholic schools. But did you know that there is another group of Catholic schools that is doing great work when it comes to forming students spiritually and to be leaders in their communities? Jennifer Henderson will share her experience with homeschooling and why it was the right choice for her and her family. All this and much more coming up tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. All right. Well, thank you, Gregory. Sounds interesting. And we had a great show today. More catechesis, learning about sacred (laughs) music and the sacred half, uh, and just really seeing all the good things that are coming and happening in our area. And especially, uh, I'm glad to know that we're here going to hear from the North Dakota Catholic Conference tomorrow and Real Presence Live. Mm -hmm. And so we touched on what's happening here in in South Dakota and Minnesota Mm -hmm. listening area with Catholics at the Capitol coming up this week. Uh, But there's always more we can do to stay informed. And so tomorrow morning, um, you'll be able to find out what's happening in the North Dakota listening area and some of the state legislation that's going on. Well, it seems like there's a lot going on right now as far as legislature goes. And so to to stay up on it is is difficult. And so I'm grateful that we have these conferences to keep us in line. <laughs> and they keep us updated. And, that, and they're in service to the church and service mm-hmm. to your parish. So that, um, you know, organization at the local level, uh, this principle of subsidiarity that we talk about in Catholic teaching. And that mm-hmm. means right here, you supporting Real Presence Radio wherever you're at, wherever you're tuning in from, that you're part of this vision of the church. And so mm-hmm. let's close with prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would bless all our listeners and help us respond to the gospel in our lives. 
We ask you to bless our families, bless our homes, and give us the strength to be witnesses to your truth. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network.